chat What is going on, fellow chatters? Today on the show, I have a really awesome guest, television personality J.R. Diggs. He was the host of the Gemini-nominated late-night show J.R. Diggs, Man with a Van, and organizes a Christmas benefit concert in his hometown, Hamilton, which has featured the Trues and Max Kerman from the Arkells. The coffee that is long for the ride today is a dark roast from Tim Hortons to take a bite out of that chilly air. And now my chat with J.R. Well, thanks for sitting down with me today, Jr. How's it going today? <laughs> Pretty good. Well, I'm not really sitting down with you, am I? Well, you're sitting down in another place, but essentially you are <laughs> sitting down. I mean, I like to make the show like sound like I'm with the person. <laughs> do you? Do you? Uh, is that how you? Do people listening think that all your guests are actually sitting? With you. I, I it'd be great if they did. I I don't know. I mean, I I'm gonna have a couple of of on the spot shows where I'm doing it sitting down with the guests. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> or you know, it's probably more interesting if you just walked around with them. Well, that, or or know, or what about in a van? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if somebody's has somebody that. done that before. <laughs> I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> what came first, uh, comedians in cars or uh, uh, me in my van? Ah, uh, who? That's a tough one. I think you and your van came first because you had a TV show, right? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure Seinfeld. <laughs> well, yes, but I'm pretty sure Seinfeld was driving around in the '70s telling jokes while he was driving. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you were around yeah. the '70s driving, maybe you were telling jokes. I think that that's what I should do. I should. I should. Uh... Um, in in all my bitterness and in the newfound uh, um, uh, cesspool of regret that I live in in life, I should just figure out everything I've done before somebody else, and then just just you know just tell, start screaming at everybody about how I was first and how important that is, or and, or just put I got ripped off. or just put first in the title, like right at the beginning, the first man in the van. People, <laughs> well, see now that in itself is like that's one of the reasons I stopped doing that was when I first started shooting the show, the TV show. Um, and you're anybody listening right now probably doesn't even know who I am or what we're talking about right now. But <laughs> unless you uh, don't worry, uh, I'll give you a good intro you. before we start into the interview. Oh, did you? Uh, okay. Otherwise, people. Uh, would have no clue what we're even saying, but that's okay too. That's that's uh, just a regular uh, Monday for me. Or do you tell people when you record this, or is that is that a, a trick as well? Well, I mean, I, I, I well, I mean, I put it out on Instagram and whatnot, but I mean, they're not following me, so it's me seeing who I'm interviewing. Are you popular on social media? <laughs> uh, define popular. I mean, my kids like my pictures. Do they? Do you have, do you have, why do you have naked? <laughs> on your uh on your <laughs> <laughs> no. Like that. Yeah, uh that. no or what but i digress but it, um yeah like i think that i think uh was doing stuff in my van and the reason i stopped oh i know i was doing stuff in my van but then when i stopped it's because it it quickly occurred to me that now like that everybody was doing stuff from their van like the guys started driving around uh 
um, you know, finding old stuff. What's that show called? They, they collect stuff, and the two guys, one guy's kind of like, uh, you know, yes, they collect old yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it called? What is that show called? I don't know. Like the collectors? Pickers. I don't. I don't know. Pickers, no, no, pickers, pickers. Oh yes, pickers. The, yes. And then, I, then from there, it just seemed like every other show that I saw was shot from some guy's van, and I was like, I guess that's my time to stop and uh, and figure out another way to do this show. One final and 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 complete conclusion to me desperately hanging on to. Uh, a career that never but was. Wasn't the, wasn't the difference though? Is that you with you? It was your people were unsure whether you were going to kidnap your guests or not. <laughs> I had a uh, so I I had a great idea. It was like the third last great idea that I had, um, and now I'm done. I'm all done. My great ideas. I have none left. But uh, so that's why I have a good count of the the final ten. I can remember them distinctly, and. It was always amazing to me the access that I could get. This times have changed so much in so many ways, but at TIFF back in the day when I was still doing TIFF because I had like a um, like a real show and I had a legitimate career, so I could get access to all these celebrities, and it was always incredibly amazing to me uh, how close I could get to these big stars without any checks or without any. Um, uh, security at all and then i could talk celebrities and people like you like you know into my van and i thought that's the way i'm gonna go out and maybe i still will but i thought i'll shoot this as a movie like a blair witch kind of thing or what is what's some some other movie that was like seemed real but it wasn't or whatever i don't know well i think blair witch was kind of the first one that did that sort of handheld uh, yeah, but I mean, it was like view. you thought it was real, yeah. and, and you weren't sure. But I wanted—I thought this was a this is going to be a great way for me to go out because these celebs and stuff would get in my van, and I'm unbeknownst to most people at the time, I'm like teetering on the point of like uh, um, complete and total mental breakdown, and so I thought, wonder what what'll happen the day that that happens, and then I just drive. With all these cameras, and he, yeah, kidnap, like a well-known celeb, and what? then broad, you know, just tape it all, film it all, and kid, like legitimately kidnap him. Well, I wonder if 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 after they got out of the van, they went, wait a sec, that seemed a little dangerous. Why didn't my agent stop me from jumping into the van? I always would do stuff, and would think. The twisted part of my mind would always think, I can't believe people let me do that. I can't believe that I got away with that. And just with a you know, a smile and a laugh, but isn't anybody who's cynical and, and about to do something evil, aren't they generally very likable and, and pleasant? Well, I think it's more of, of, of it's tiff, it's lots of fun. Hey, this sounds fun, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Smith would would not get in my van. He knew better. See, because he no, but there's a guy who kind of is a little bit in touch with reality. I think most celebrities. Yeah, but he is. He's he has got he's he's got lots of anxiety and he's very like nervous around people. So yeah, I think, think so? so. I think that I mean that's probably why he wouldn't get in because you know, I think he likes to keep his feet on the ground. 
Um, but he's got to get in the vehicle at some point. But he wouldn't get in the van. He, I think he realized he could look. He looked. He could see in my eyes that this could be the time. This is the time that this guy is gonna like lose it for real. But what a fantastic um, last chapter for me. I wonder how much trouble I would have gotten into, or still might get into if I do this. Oh, I think nowadays. It's, it's, I think no, back then it'd be like, hey. I think back then it'd be just, uh, you know, a headline. Yeah. But I think in today's, <laughs> the way today is, I think it'd be more than just a headline. I think there would be, you know, a trial. Really? I don't know. That, I don't know. Like, I, I, like, so I don't mind the trial, but I wonder if I'd get into, like, how much real trouble would I get into? Wouldn't the person have to acknowledge that I actually kidnapped them? Or, or or that they or that they said or that they said yeah I I jumped in willingly. Yes. So if you jump if you're in, willingly participate in this wacky adventure that turns uh, kind of dark and ugly for you uh, four days later when we're um, in Sioux Lookout <laughs> and still driving north. <laughs> then uh, um, I think you could. I think you could. I think you could take a celebrity and and away. I think they would. You could really make a fair, fantastic movie. Well, and if just, it was a B level or C level celebrity, they're so desperate to hang on to the their fleeting fame and popularity that they would be, know it's probably the best movie role of their life because they were actually afraid. But see, nowadays so you they, could do it Instagram Live. You know, then people would know where you are. And then, well, no, you you turn off your. Your your GPS, so they don't see where you are. Oh, is that how that works? Yeah, well, I I wouldn't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do it live. <laughs> I would like some opportunity to edit. Your agent said this is a great movie opportunity. Trust me. <laughs> no, like because you want to cut it down to a you know a watchable. I guess you could do a Netflix series, like so you could just the 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 week that it, like. And it's just a breakdown of like seven days with some celebrity, and it's an episode a day, and the entire time you kidnap the celebrity. You and sell that to Netflix, I'll take twenty five percent. If I, if I <laughs> how do you get twenty five percent? Because it's it's on. It, I've got it recorded. Why. I've got the idea recorded. <laughs> Every reason why I. Have, Nothing to do with the entertainment industry. <laughs> so, anyways, this this chat has got a little bit sideways. Now, I just kind of want to get back onto the road because well, I want to talk. A, you're the guest. I'm just the host. <laughs> I want to talk to you about. I guess is this your oh, your your. You're the host. Yes, I'm the host. I'm trying to steer this back onto. Am I confusing you? <laughs> <laughs> now, I think is this you're gearing up for what is your tenth annual. Acoustic Christmas concert fundraiser. Oh, now you're going to make me be serious. Yes, I want you to be serious because I want to promote your show. I want to promote the concert, get the tickets sold, so that yeah, right, something I'm actually doing. Yes, something you're doing, not just talking. <laughs> no, but I think I might do that. I think I might. Uh, I might do that. Like, but like something. I don't know. Just don't take credit. But if you no. want to take twenty five percent of that, you're going to take twenty five percent of the blame here. You realize that? Oh no, 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 no! If it, if it works, I'm good. If it doesn't, then I'll just scrape that part of the interview out. 
See, you are. You are the of everything I hate about the entertainment. Oh, I am not in the entertainment. Associated with it. Yeah. Well, I'm far from. I don't think I really like anybody that has any anything to do with the entertainment industry. Some musicians I like, but that's about it. Well, somehow you just you just want to do the you want you want the fun part and not worry about that other part where people are scrapping. Well, yeah, and it's not even the scrapping. Even these days is just popular and fun. I could. It's been so long since I talked to anybody or done anything. All. I could probably sincerely tell you uh, things I do hate about real people that uh, that you would know. We'll we'll, we'll save that for another podcast. How's that? Oh, you're, well, what a podcast is this? What am I doing here? Well, we're we're just chatting. No, actually, what I want to do is get, I'm steering you back onto the road. What I want to do is get you. Good get, for you. Like, you. This must be a, a podcast. You must have integrity and and uh, respect for your listening audience because I would have went right through the jugular there and, and got a name and a list and a story of at least two people. I am I, way too nice of a person to be doing that. You must be. Yeah, you must be. <laughs> You have to be, because I would have been like right. I would have uh, been like, oh, that, that, that's your, know, that's your, that's your, that's that's your new podcast, JR's rants. Serious shit about some people, and he's got some <laughs> sort of uh, negative feelings about. <laughs> Most of them, though, they uh, yes. nobody knows anymore either, because uh, they're like me, and their careers are all done too. So nobody but, cares about them. But you do do good. Let's get you back on this. I think it's your tenth annual acoustic Christmas concert <laughs> fundraiser. Sorry. Yes, thank you. Um, and I, I'm sorry. I just, uh, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to get you to sell your tickets, so let's. I'm down. Like, well, that generally is not a problem because uh, um, last year all the tickets sold out in six minutes, which was insane. But uh, um, but it it uh, it's become kind of a big thing in Hamilton now. I guess not anything to do with me, but just fortunate for me, uh, a bunch of my pals have. Uh, all gone on to have incredibly massive, huge careers in, in the music industry. And, and uh, we all get together. Uh, like you said, this will be the 10th annual Acoustic Christmas. So for the 10th time to uh, play some songs and, and hang out. And, and it's kind of like a, a last waltz kind of thing with different musicians jamming with each other on stage and getting up and figuring out stuff in the green room and drinking too much uh too much alcohol and, and having great ideas that that transpire out on the uh, stage in front of everybody, and raise a, as much money as we can, and we give it uh, give it all away in Hamilton, and and uh, and yeah, I'm excited that this was uh, going to be the tenth annual, and I hope a couple of your listeners get tickets because it's become well, it's become a hard ticket to get because we only sell 500 of them. That's the uh, that's the thing. One of these days, uh, Tom Wilson. Um, He's always suggests just get over it. Just let's just go into the into the big rink there and sell ten thousand tickets, make a bunch of money. But um, but that's kind of not what the, what it is. It's it's an intimate kind of a fun little show, and and it's sometimes believe it or not, bigger is not always better. And and uh, so people should just stick or stay tuned to my social media, I guess, where um, on kind of a weekly basis now I I. I say the tickets are, you know, this many hundred tickets are going on sale at four o'clock. And we do that over the, over the next few weeks and, and months leading up to December 23rd. And, uh, everybody gobbles up the tickets and it's a great night in Hamilton. Who have you got lined up for this year? 
so far? Um, I, I probably, I, I not to be a, <laughs> a shithead on you here, but part of the fun is um, doing a weekly kind of an announcement of who else has been added to the lineup. So the, we just announced on Saturday, this past Saturday, so depending on when you, uh, you put this out there, it was just announced that we're, in fact, doing it again this year it'll, for the 10th time. And um, I've got a little hang down here in Long Point. I don't know if anybody knows where that is. It's a little, uh, little kind of a, like a little beach resort kind of hang that I bought and have, have built and spent a lot of my time these days. And Luke Bentham from the Dirty Nil, who's about to be huge, actually. This new album of theirs is uh, it's fantastic. And, and they're getting all kinds of... Uh, exposure in the states and in europe and stuff he happened to be down here and we uh we did the announcement together so i can confirm for sure that luke bentham with the dirty nail will be performing um but it's it's not hard to figure out that uh, that the whole gang gathers together again and, and every year like we always do and i can tell you that uh max kerman from the arcals a couple of the arcals uh, most of them all show up uh john harvey from monster truck uh, like I said, Tom Wilson, um, Tara Lightfoot has played in the past, July Talk, Randy Bachman, uh, the Trues um, always play. Uh, who else? Uh, um, oh, man, their, their list is getting so long that it's hard for me to remember. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's a good musical community in Hamilton. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, it just so happens they're just all pals of mine. And... Yeah, like aside from it just being mostly all from Hamilton and, and the odd performance or, or, or musician that we bring in from out of town, again, just people I know in the past, it's been Randy Bachman, Walk Off the Earth, July Talk, like I said. Um, and we got a couple special unannounced guests that are going to be joining in this year. Yeah, these Hamilton musicians are some of the biggest names in the country now, which is fantastic. So it makes for... For like I said, if we were just if I if I lived in Guelph or or uh, or you know wherever, then uh, maybe there would be less you know popular bands. Um, is there a big band from Guelph? Maybe I'm leaving somebody else. I'm being disrespectful. Yeah, I don't know. Where are you from? Uh, I'm out in uh, Durham region in Whitby. Is there any famous musicians from Whitby? Uh, not that I think of. Yeah, so if I lived yeah. in Whitby with you in your yes. basement there. Uh, <laughs> what? How do you know I live in the basement? Is that just the vibe no, I, I give off? I was saying that I was going to live in your Oh, basement. you'd live in my basement. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, uh, yeah, then maybe this thing wouldn't be as big a deal because my friends wouldn't be that, <laughs> wouldn't be that famous, I guess. But uh, it just so happened to, yeah. you know, live in Hamilton and, and uh, over the years, especially from back in the years when I was, you know, in, on TV and, and had that kind of career. I would meet lots of people and people in, in the entertainment industry for sure. And some of them became actual friends. I, and and uh, so I'm real fortunate about that and, and happy that they all want to get together with me every December 23rd for this uh, big Hamilton holiday fundraiser, as we call it. So, um, so yeah, excited to, to make all the announcements and, and I can assure you that, the regular gang is all going to be there, plus a couple big, big surprises because this year's the tent, so kind of a special one. Well, that it, it sounds like a really fun night. Uh, you get to hang out with uh, 499 of your closest friends and listen to yep. some good music. 
<laughs> it's, it's that kind of vibe for sure. Actually, it really is, which is kind of the point. So, are you uh, going to have any 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 tickets that include you know a stay at the bed and breakfast? What? <laughs> are you going to have any tickets that you know like at your bed and breakfast at Long Point there? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of like uh, <laughs> um, yeah, the little cabins that we got down here at Long Point Lodge. It's a little. It's it's about an hour and a half away from Hamilton, so. Um, I suppose that you're welcome to uh, to book a stay down here, Long Point Lodge, on the 23rd if you want. But um, it'd be a little cold. None of us will be. Here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll all be in Hamilton. But um, you're welcome to uh, to hang out in the in the the rec hall slash garage slash sports bar that we got set up and maybe stream it live or something like that. You can watch it down here. I'm happy to, uh, to take it to book so, some people. <laughs> so, so but what, what, what can people expect when they stay there besides being serenaded by you every night? Um, well, in the past there's been, uh, like Max from the Arkells has been a couple times. And I guess uh, John Harvey from monster truck, you guys from the Trues, like I said, Tom Wilson, there's definitely more uh, <laughs> better known uh, musicians to be serenaded from on any given day, depending on when you're down here. But uh, yeah, it's just like a cool little beach hang down here and got these little cabins and the regional post office that used to be a long point converted into kind of like a lodge. And it's uh, it's just life at the beach and in the winter. It's, it's very different, obviously, but still very cool. Um, kind of desolate and, and quiet and um, very unbeach-like, I, I, but different. I, I, I don't know if you should advertise it as desolate. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny, Tom Wilson, the other day was saying to me, because well, I have all these cabins and, and a beach, a little boutique beach resort is a little less popular in, in, in January than, <laughs> than, than July, um, in case you couldn't have figured that out. And Tom's like, you know, who loves like uh, uh, isolation and desolate place like that and quiet and no one's around and little cabin musicians. And I'm like, true. So I think some of them are going to be down this winter. Like, yeah. We're going to turn it into a little bit of a, like a place that they can come and hang and write music and, and, uh, and maybe other people want to do that too. So, well, uh, like, but to record that the acoustics probably would be just off the chain. Yeah, it's cool. Like, it's uh, um, it's funny you say that too. Uh, John Harvey, he's the lead singer in a band called Monster Truck, and he and he was saying this is we should we should use each of the cabins for different like basically sound booths, and we so we should set up all the drums here. We should set up the guitars and stuff in this one, and just go from different one to different one, and spend about a month down here and record an album. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. We should uh, we should because. Uh, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> so you you you're not jumping you're not jumping back into the entertainment industry. Um, I don't know. I've made such a uh, valiant, good effort of getting <laughs> away from it all. It seems like a lot of energy to get back into it. And now I'll do anything for money. Like my entire career was based on that. Uh, what, what, the things I did for a, a couple pieces of pizza pizza uh, were amazing over the years. So, but it's it's changed a lot. It's uh, it it you got to remember I not to completely uh, age myself here, although I'm about to. When my show went on the air, 
in the summer of 2001. And it was a wacky, goofy, like, little late night show. YouTube didn't exist yet. Like, like it was, I remember, um, I remember uh, Dane Cook. DVRs didn't exist. Yeah. I remember Dane Cook giving me shit saying, dude, like, why why have you ignored so completely and totally, like, social media or the internet when you were doing, like, dumb, wacky shit before? You know, you would have at least been one of the first people putting dumb shit on YouTube. Because back then, I know it's unimaginable to your audience that, you know, with everybody with a camera on their phone and everything else. But it was a big deal just to get cameras, just to get access to to have something to shoot footage on. And when I first, in the, one of the last reincarnations of my show, just to a feeble attempt to stay on the air for just a couple more years in late night in Canada. Um, I started driving around in my van and shooting the show from my van. And it was, it was such a challenge. I, I had JVC on board and to get cameras that would work like that, that would like they were affordable to me, I guess, like I'm sure I could have spent a fortune and got, you know, really wide angle lenses and stuff if I, if I wanted to, but to make, to have cameras set up in a van, to shoot it was a this big challenge like it was like how are we gonna do that now oh it just it's so, it's so easy everything is so easy gopros are are the quality is amazing and they're a couple hundred bucks um it was all just so much different then and so now that it's changed so much i don't know it seems too easy to me <laughs> now that it's easy i'm done yeah it's just too really? i get i mean i need i i need a little you know i i need i need it to be hard just a little bit more than now <laughs> like I before know. i before i even do another show i it's just all i know what will i bitch about and regret <laughs> and oil over the next week if it's just easy like what the hell i don't have so much fun at all <laughs> so anyways when no. my oh go ahead I, I, I don't who knows i mean uh, not that many people ask me to do stuff or, or want me to do stuff. You're one of the first in a long time. <laughs> so, uh, I, don't... I don't really know what I would do if somebody asked me to do something. And I was such a self-starter for so many years. Um, from buying my airtime originally back in the day to, to just, you know, grinding so hard. I could go on and on here, but you only have so long on this podcast to, to, to make my career even possible. That, I don't know. I guess it's just like it seems like it, 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 it's a, a lot of work when I could just hang out and be a professional people. Basically do nothing. <laughs> so when I have a guest on the show, I do a little segment at the end called the Fast Five. It's five questions. First thing that pops in your head, fire away with an answer. So Got this it? is my question. This is my questions to you. Five questions. Not not okay. you to me, but me to you. Yeah, but here's my one question oh. before your five. Does sure. that mean this is the end? Yes, this is the end. This, the, the, the punishment is over. Sorry, I I apologize. I probably uh, <laughs> derailed your entire podcast and didn't get into any interesting stuff. I, like no, that. no, we got into... Actually, it was it was actually pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Ho- hopefully my listeners do or else my podcast uh, is done. Screw them. <laughs> Instagram me. Tell me how... Shitty this was. 
Okay, five so questions, five questions. Then. First thing that pops in your head, fire away with the answer. Okay. Who would be your ultimate musical guest for your concert? My mind works slow, so I don't know if I could go that fast. So, so my ultimate musical guest. Yes, like for, if you for, could bring one guest in to play to 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 do the encore of your your fundraising concert, what would it be, or who would it be? I guess I'd have to say Sting, just because I was like a huge Police fan growing up. So Sting, would that be? That would, like it doesn't seem like a sexy, cool answer, but um, eight. It it would fit in with the acoustic brand of your yeah. show. And I won a uh, um, an Airhead contest. You know where you put the headset on yeah. and you acapella. I I I, uh, I remember back at my good old days at Lakehead University winning an Airhead contest and singing Roxanne once. So. Let's go with Sting. Okay, so all of your shows that you've done in the past, what was your favorite skit or bit or segment? Oh, from my TV. Show. Yes, or TV show. Your 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 from the first TV show to your to your last. Wow. Um, to be honest, mostly everything I did in late night for twelve years and forty two weeks before it <laughs> all ended. Um, I didn't like any, uh, much of it. I'll be, that's the honest answer. I didn't really, I always felt like it was just me just struggling to get anything on the air that week and putting it all together. And I wasn't very happy with any of it. I suppose the telemarketer calls were always fun just because it was simple for me. Um, it was, it was just me being relaxed and being able just to kind of have fun and enjoy myself and being off the cuff. And I suppose people like that the best too. So for, the shallow part of me. Well, for, for me, it was that. it was your your grandfather piece that you did. Oh yeah, I should have said that. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it's coming up to Halloween too. Yes. And uh, um, that was you know what? See, I I needed to be. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm glad that you love that because that was, that should have been my answer. Today. <laughs> uh, well, you know what's funny is uh, not funny, but. Um, it was certainly the most meaningful thing to me to have my grandfather on mm-hmm. the show. And, uh, and then it was also though the, the biggest, uh, most serious thing I ever did because grandpa had a stroke at one point. Yeah. So he, um, you know, he passed away in his 92. Mm-hmm. So for the, like the, for the, right up until like kind of he passed away, I would put him on my, on the show all the time and he was healthy in his mind and he was an older man. So he looked like, you know, an older man, but he, his his speech had gone because yeah. of his stroke, and so it was a struggle for him to like speak, and he and he'd mumble like mumble a word and struggle and struggle and struggle, and then he'd go, "This is bullshit," and he could say <laughs> that as clear as can be, right? This is bullshit, and he's just like talking to himself, saying, "This is bullshit that I can't, you know, express myself yeah. to you," and you're laughing at me, and then he'd laugh and we'd laugh, and I I clearly got my sense of humor from him and sense of storytelling. And it meant so much to me to put him on the show and uh, and to have him enjoy it. And but people would sometimes not see the love and the admiration and would email me and uh, tell me what a bad person I am for making fun of my grandpa or putting him on the show like that. And it, I would lose my shit on these people and send them like paragraphs and paragraphs and examples of how 
my grandfather in the last oh. year. I said he, he's only been up past nine o'clock uh, three times this past year. It was the three times that he was on my show. He but loved you, it. You could tell he was into it and he was having fun. Like, and when people couldn't see it yeah. though, because we live in such a PC kind of world, yeah. thing, it would, it would just, yeah. I mean, anybody who I don't know could have a sense of it or whatever, hopefully could see that that we both, you know, there was just nothing but love. Oh and yeah, respect. And and the man was hilarious his entire life, and now because he's had a stroke and he's more like a Simpsons character than a real-life human anymore. Um, now I can't put him on TV. It completely contradicted everything my show was always about. Yeah. I loved putting people on the show who, and I never, ever made fun of them. I used to just always resent the comparisons to Tom Green back in the day because, um, in my opinion, I was nothing like that show. Um, I didn't um, take the easy way and make fun of people basically that were, were incapable of maybe defending themselves. I would always just try to make fun of myself. I always resented that comparison, uh, but had to live with it for years. But, uh, but I always loved putting people that were different. And these days, like, you know, cause of YouTube and because of just everybody, the phone, everybody's got everything on. But back in the day, when you had something on television, people thought it was supposed to be more meaningful or more, um, I, I don't know. Like, you know, P PC is, a, is an easy way to say it, but I just think interesting people and living in Hamilton, there was lots of them in those days. Well, I, <laughs> so, I think, but I, th but I think people are, have a, have a sort of uh, a tough problem um, sort of melding PC with, you know, comedy and, and just general, like just having fun. Like, I think there's a, a, it's a sort of a, like, they don't understand quite what PC means. Yeah. And just because somebody looks different or potentially can, it looks, you know, more vulnerable, I think they were in good. I always, it's one thing I do, I'm happy about, the, maybe the only thing I'm happy about my show ever for all these years, was they were, I always respected that and respected people. And, and there are times when if I crossed the line or if it went a way I didn't want it to go or hoped it would go, then I would just never air that stuff. Because to me that that wasn't what I wanted to do, but to but to celebrate people's differences and their uniqueness, and that was always fun for me and fantastic, and it was for everybody that was ever on my show. And so um, yeah, God rest his soul. My grandpa had a blast. Um, was the uh, I'm taking up too much of your podcast now, here, but I'll never how I'll can never I forget? <laughs> going, I'll never forget going to the. Uh, um, mom and dad were in Florida that year and I, so it was like my responsibility. I took, uh, grandpa to the, to the Legion, um, on, uh, in, in November there for, for Remembrance Day. And uh, this old guy is walking up to my grandpa and, and I'm like, oh, this will be kind of nice. There's a couple of, you know, old vets and they're going to, you know, tell some stories and, and, and what a life they've had and the things they did there. And this old guy comes up and, and all of a sudden, he says, Harold, I saw you on television last week. And then my grandpa smiles, ah, and he hits me. And he's like, look, look at you on TV. And these two are, and I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? My grandpa's had this, like, this incredible life. He was a professional photographer his whole life. He did these amazing things. He was in the war. And 
all he's going to remember for now is, is dressing up like Tweedledee and Tweedledum for Halloween with me on TV. I'm like, oh, no. But he loved it. And it was, uh, you know, it made me realize that, yeah, this is important. So, um, so I changed my answer. It was when I put that on TV. <laughs> so, n- now to segue to question number three. Well, this is probably going to be easy one for you to answer. Poutine or pizza? Pardon me? Poutine or pizza? Uh, Poutine. But the good kind. (laughs) The good kind. Favorite beer or alcoholic drink? Pardon me? Favorite beer or alcoholic drink? Um, a, um, A limited edition acoustic Christmas. 10th annual versus the the 10th annual uh, acoustic Christmas beer that will be out this December, brewed by my pals at, uh, at the hometown brew, and uh, a buck from every can sold will be uh, going right into the charity. Now there's branding. <laughs> <laughs> Who says you're not in the entertainment business? <laughs> exactly. Favorite place to pick up a, a shot of Java. Picked up a shot of Java. Yeah. Is that coming coffee? Yes. Um, I pick. I these days it's Uncle's in Port Rowan, <laughs> which nobody will know. <laughs> but I absolutely prefer McDonald's coffee over Tim Hortons. Well, that sounds good. Thank you very much for having a chat with me, Jr. Where can people find you on the internets? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Jr. Diggs, the the guy that has Jr. Diggs on Instagram. Uh, this is a good opportunity for me to go, hey, a-hole, I'm never going to pay you. I'm never going to give you what you want. Um, keep the J.R. Diggs, uh, whatever you're doing with it. Screw you, dude. I'm on J.R. diggs Instagram, which is a lot to say, but it seemed funny at the time. <laughs> it works. Well, thanks very much. I appreciate, uh, appreciate the conversation, dude. Hopefully, yes. uh, um, this didn't bore everybody to uh, to death, but oh well, gotta die some way. Have a good day. Thanks, buddy. Bye bye. Bye. I would like to thank Jr. Diggs for chatting with me, and thanks to you for tuning in. And you can contact me on Twitter at Jason Perry. That's at Jason P E R R I E R, and use the hashtag Chance to Chat with if there's someone who you want me to chat with. Until we chat again, I'm out.